Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Kayfabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined, as always, by the K Cass Lush. <laughs> Cass, how you doing, bro? Hey, now. I am doing fantastic. This is one of my favorite shows. I am, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking for, I've been looking forward to this for so long. I love I doing like, top I feel like our lists are going to be very, very different. Oh, this is like, this was a good concept. I, I think, think they're going to be very different. We'll touch on that in a minute, but I just could not wait to get to this show. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. But I do have a lot to say before we start on our list, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get any feedback on the uh, WrestleMania show? I had uh, I did have some feedback. I had some friends tell me they You enjoyed. had some What they say? What what you got there? Did they uh, did they love that, me? That they didn't Yeah, they loved you and uh Okay. They, thought, okay. they did think that you were funny, so, you know. Well, that's good. Is there anything I can say to make Cass feel happy right now? That's good. So, I usually, thanks. Hey, <laughs> I usually get, um, I usually get, you know, crazy feedback from people that everybody knows, like the right. president, future mm-hmm. presidents, Hall of Fame wrestlers, and stuff like that. But I actually did get some feedback. Um, okay. Not actually. I mean, I those were feedbacks, but I got feedback. Sorry, I worded that so wrongly. Yes, I get all those famous fee- people feedback. Yeah. I got feedback from people that you may not know, uh, people that I work with have, and I told you this actually already off air, but I'm going to say it on the air. Um, people I work with started listening to the show, and they they are people that don't even watch wrestling. They don't even yeah. know wrestling, which is crazy to me. If we're that good, people that don't even know wrestling, and they're going to enjoy the show, that says something. Two different people listened to it and said, best, and said man, that was right. And I'm actually shocked because... Let's say I wouldn't listen to some like uh, Desperate Housewives uh, podcast. I don't give a crap about that. But I guess if it was two funny, handsome looking dudes talking about Desperate Housewives, maybe I would listen to it. Who knows? Maybe but I you was, would. I was maybe actually shocked. They really love the show. They listened to the video game show, the video game one. So not the last. Oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. did get some feedback there. That I was did. a good one. That was a fun yeah, time for was, sure. That was a good one. Yeah, man. Well, uh, before we get too into the actual list itself, I do want to just touch on the state of the business. We are still living through uh, the the great plague, yeah. and um, yeah, everybody's just kind of like they're the world is slowly starting to reopen. I think, um, and we'll see how that goes. Everybody's really scared and timid and nervous about that too. I can completely understand that. Uh, regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, this is what's happening right now, um, and naturally, we have to talk about how it's affected pro wrestling. Um, I mean, I don't really hate these empty arena formats. I think that they've both companies, both main companies as an AEW and WWE have done a pretty good job with their shows. Uh, and actually I think some of this empty shows have kind of helped get certain people over, which I think is, uh, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, what, one thing does suck is that there's a lot of revenue that's being, you know, lost or not, you know, they're definitely, it's a lot cheaper now. Um, it's obviously not, uh, you know, you have to make some cuts across the board. So, Let's talk about the cuts that WWE uh, made. Yeah. They called it, uh, uh, what is it? Was it like Bloody Wednesday or something like that when it happened? But it was, uh, uh, yeah. Man, all right, just, let's just, I'm just going to go down the list. I'm going to list Somewhere these unbelievable. here. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, number one on top of the list is Kurt Angle. Uh, wow. That's kind of unbelievable, too, because he was just kind of on a Legends deal, which seems a little strange that you'd have other guys that are still on Legends deals that aren't, I don't know, couldn't yeah. really help you as much as Kurt Angle could. Um, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. That one kind of surprised me as well. I figured yep. there would be some yep. other guys from NXT cut before them. 
Um, Anderson and Gallows, I feel like they've been kind of wanting to get out for a while, so it makes sense. That kind of made sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, AJ off about it. I don't know if you saw his mixer. Uh, he's like does live streaming video games, but he cut a pretty solid promo on how upset he was about everything. Um, I read about that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I get that. Uh, but both those guys are definitely going back to Japan. I don't see them going to AEW. I think they're just going to go back to Japan. That's where they made the most money. They'd be They've welcome back there. They've kind of hinted about that, you yeah. know. I think they'd be good in Japan. I'd love to see them in AEW, but you know. And then you said Zack Ryder before that. No, you got your list still going, but yeah, Zack Ryder. You know, Nick, um, my buddy Nick, he had a good point. Zack Ryder really seemed like to be a company guy. Like I thought Zack Ryder would be for one sure. of those guys that was I just going to be, for be life. Yeah. he was there for life. You know, he yeah. paid his dues. He, when you pay your dues like he did and then get fucked like this, kind of sucks, man. That's why people are getting mad at Vince. And I understand, though. I understand you got to do what you got to do. Business is business. And it, it's just business. But yeah, I think both of these guys are the wrong guys to a guy cut, like though. that. Yeah, it's I like, think Hawkins as well, too, just because, Hawkins I mean, his, well. his training ability is, is just, I mean, he yeah. trained MJF. I don't know if you knew that, but, like, he's he's a phenomenal right. trainer. Um, he could have been an asset to the company for sure. They have that figure podcast that's, like, really successful. Um, it's a good tool for the for the company. I mean, Ryder still to this day is a huge internet presence. I think him alone, he has, like, a million and a half followers on Instagram or more. Like, dude... And that guy has been good buddies with Cody. I, mean, I think Cody posted a picture of Zack Ryder like, and just told him how much he loved him like within hours of him getting fired. So 100%, unless there's a furlough deal with him, which could be the case. I was um, wondering about that. Like, are But the way that he changed his name, off, like, he's, he's gotten rid of all the Zack Ryder stuff already, and he's like going by his actual real name. Yeah. Plus, it's like ties with Cody. I mean, and that's the thing, too. Like, the dude always got over. He just never got booked well. I mean, he was he over. Was, like. He was, booked terribly and i was gonna wait to the end but I, I you know whether these people were furloughed laid off or whatever you know he's probably bitter and i don't i don't i don't blame him i mean be oh, bitter. not at all oh, be yeah, bitter yeah. it you might help your career man go somewhere else for life yeah, yeah. go go uh, oh, uh a slobber knock go learn a new hold and it's a slobber knocker go over there learn a new hold and you'll come back there by golly i mean that was the worst impression of jr but he should go learn a new hold, and then he'll be even better. He could be booked better than maybe this is the best yeah, thing for Zack Ryder. And when you have one of your good friends that just started a brand new wrestling company that's massive that you could help out immediately, like yeah. I could totally see Zack Ryder coming in, um, or Matt Cardona, which is his real name. I could totally see him coming in and being yeah. right, right in, like after they get done with that TNT Championship tournament, I could see him just coming in and being like right in that mid card title picture. You know what I mean? Like. I think it's the perfect way to put him, perfect. or or maybe maybe even in that tag team with Sean Spears since he's looking for a partner. But let's keep going down the list here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another guy I'm... that I think is absolutely destined to go oh, to uh, AEW is Rusev. Um, I, that's the most unbelievable out of the whole list for yeah, me. Well, he's, Rusev. he's been asking. So a lot of these guys from all right. So the rest of this list like Rusev, Leo Rush, uh, EC3, Eric Young. Uh, all those guys had already asked for their release prior to this at like different times before the pandemic. So it made sense for these guys to get released um, mm-hmm. to me because it, they'd already asked for it. Um, okay. That's obviously the most high profile one, but he has been trying to get out of his deal for like a year now. So that seems strange to me. That was, that was the one that doesn't make any sense to me. Why you would let Rusev out, even if he wanted out, you shouldn't let him out because of the, his star power and, his uh capabilities and 
you know, I mean, why would you, the, the he? It just doesn't seem right. But they've done this without a pandemic. They let uh, what's his name go, and he had to go to uh, the guy who did the thing with the Miz, who he like copycat with Miz, and he oh, did yeah. Damian yeah. Sandow. Damian Sandow. That was one of the biggest like when they let him go. I was like, what? That dude was yeah. more over than like the main event, and they let him well, go. He so, also messed that up, though, too, because he was like, I'm going to go to Hollywood and try to do an acting thing. He could have like, yeah. just, like, gone to another company and debuted right away and kept going. Right. Seen, but he took, like, a year off or something. But there wasn't like, another – I mean, the other company was TNA at the time. It wasn't yeah, like there was true, an AEW. But, I mean, just – I'm just the, – the initial let go, feel, the only other one, that's what Rusev felt like was Damian Sandow. I was yeah. like, I've never felt a let go like that where it's like, what? But yeah. at least Rusev, we have the – the the coronavirus to blame. Damian Sandow was just stupidity on a WWE, and they didn't get that he was more popular than Roman Reigns, who they were trying to push at right. the time. It was like, make Damian Sandow your champion. At this point, you're gonna let him go. Yeah. But Rusev the same way. It's like, wait, what? You're letting? He's one of the most. He's the top five best guys on the roster right now is Rusev, and you're letting him go during the coronavirus. But you're gonna hold on to. A, B, and C. I mean, it just one, that was one of the most yeah. shocking ones. Everybody else I kind of understood. Yeah. Not everybody else. A lot of the other ones I kind of understood. Like I said, I don't I don't understand Hawkins. I don't understand Ryder. I don't understand Rusev. I kind of understand Kurt Angle. You know, he's old. He's a legend. You, you got to make cuts. Coronavirus. But those three guys just don't make sense. Is there – who – I don't think the list is over, I believe. Oh, I mean, no, not at, all. not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, there, there was some – um, some of these guys aren't wrestlers. Some of these guys are just notable employees. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Like uh, like Mike Kyoto got released, which is kind oh, of insane wait, to me. Mike Kyoto got released. Yeah, Mike Kyoto got released. He is no longer with the company. Mike Kyoto get released. So I'm a hundred percent positive that he will get a job somewhere, whether it's an NWA or uh, you know an Mike Impact up north or MLW or an AEW. I'm sure he will get a gig. Um, but yeah, Mike Kyoto. I'm never gonna see him count to three again on WWE TV, and that kind of makes that me makes- sad. No sense to me. That's just okay. They don't believe. Right. In- and then uh, we're not gonna see the uh, the prophecy fulfilled. All of three MB will not be winning the WWE title because Heath Slater is released. Um, EC3 got released. Like I said, Eric Young, Aiden English, which is another kind of surprise to me because I felt like he was yep. doing well in that commentary role. It's yep. kind of crazy that he always got over whenever he had a mic in his hand, but they never really gave him a lot of TV time. Aiden English is also a part of the Guerrero family. He is married to Eddie's daughter, so he's got a lot of outlets. Uh, he might, he's probably going to go to like Lucha, maybe CMLL, or I think there's actually a new uh, Lucha company that Chavo is helping develop in, with Del Rio and Mexico City. So I think that he'll probably end up going that route. Nice. Uh, Bill, Billy Kidman, who's been a producer uh, working in the gorilla position for a long time, is now gone. Long uh, time. Yeah, yeah, a long time. I mean, for well over 15 years now, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Rotunda, which is IRS. Oh, He's yeah, also Mike Rotunda. Ray Wyatt's dad and yeah. Bo Dallas's dad. Like Bo Dallas and Kurt, like Curtis Axel, those, both those guys probably should have been fired. Uh, right. I don't understand why they're not, but... Um, yeah, anyway, Fit Finley got released as well. Probably Crazy. one of the most notable. Yeah. Everybody who, like every young person, they all talk about Finley helping them and how he was there. Other than like Dusty before Dusty passed. Yeah. Everybody you hear or talk to or see in a documentary talks about Fit Finley. That was another shocker to me. It's like, wait, yeah. what? 
must have been a salary. Must have, we don't know salaries that, and all shocker that. Shocker for me that was like, he's a newer agent, but like I know that on all the NXT stuff that I've been watching, they've been singing his praises as Shane Helms. He was Dude, like a Shane. producer. Yeah. He got released. So it's like, yeah. just good uh, lord. Crazy. Lance, Lance Storm was one of their best trainers. He got released. Um, and then there's a couple that make a lot more sense to me. No Way Jose got released because, I mean, obviously. Um, Rowan got released, Who? which that makes sense. I'm sure that he'll yeah. probably get a gig in AEW, uh, being a part of the Dark Order with, with Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper. I'm sure he'll yeah. probably end up going to AEW. That would make uh, sense. And then you also have uh, Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis or Michael Bennett. Um, he's a fantastic wrestler. It's kind of crazy that he never got a push because he's really, 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 really good. Um, I would love to see him in AEW, but at the same time too, it's like, I go through this list and it's like, I, I like part of me is like, Oh, this guy would do great in AEW. And then the rest of me is like, but I don't want AEW to just sign up all these guys. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. they're like, like, I feel like you shouldn't sign more than five of these dudes at most five at most. So, I mean, they're in a weird spot, too. They're dealing with Corona. They might right. not be able to sign anybody. Oh, but I they're going to sign them, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they got billions of dollars, and the NFL is not going anywhere. So, like, they have... Well, Zach WWE Ryder, has Ryder's way so, like, more like, than just, Tony Let's just fantasy book here a little bit. All right. AEW, let's say they're going to sign five people, right? Out of that list, I'm going to say it's going to be Zack Ryder, Rusev, um, Rowan... Mike Kanellis, yep. and probably Leo Rush. Those five guys. Yeah, that's probably good. I don't remember everybody you even just said, but that 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 probably is... I don't think EC3 will. Right. I think EC3 I will probably see, go back yeah. to Impact. Yeah, uh, he'll go back to Impact. That's he got over. It makes he, more sense for him to go yeah. back there. Um, yeah. Um, Cologne's also got released, and that's going to end that oh, for now. Wow. But yeah. I think him. a lot of these guys, even with even when you talk about like uh, the hurricane and, and on the on the backstage part, they're gonna. I think they're more furloughed. I think they're gonna be back. I think this is just a time they have to. Yeah, we'll see. Lay yeah. them off. And they'll rehire them all back. Hopefully, things in about two months well, go back to normal. Guys, that's all. That's who cares about that. Hopefully, that happens. And hopefully, they'll come back. But yeah. this episode is not about that. Right. But before we do get to this episode, I do want to touch on one more thing. Okay. The Fink. Yeah, Howard let's talk about Finkel it. passed away. And I think not of coronavirus, by the way, guys. I saw, I saw a lot of that online. That's not true at all. He was just already in poor He health. was doing Had really— Had nothing to do yeah. with <laughs> He was—oh, yeah. He was already in assisted living and was deteriorating for the no, past few years. It. As you could—something uh, um, something wrestled with touched on that and kind of cleared all that up because he knew so much about his health, which was great to hear, um, but sad at the same time. But, man, I think everybody can just relate to and new world heavyweight champ. I mean, it's just the greatest call. Uh, he means it's not just me. I know it's everybody. Howard Finkel just kind of means he's got a place in he all of our childhood hearts. to me. He's like, like he our childhood. Like- that, Whether like, you grew up in the 80s or the yeah. 90s, he was the voice. He was more than anybody just coming down the aisle. Before and just, the world broke you and your like imagination was just part of your life and it was a normal thing right. when you like thought that that was like you everyone imagined things. And, like there was no suspension of disbelief because you had a healthy imagination. Like oh yeah, I mean the Fink was like the yeah. Fink. Whether you're 80s or 90s, baby. I mean come on, the Fink like he's, he's the man. 
And I tell you what, there's only few death. You know, there's a lot of deaths throughout the WWE, especially with like steroids and poor health. But man, he's one that kind of hit home. You know, it's like man, he he just meant a lot to me. I've always loved the Fink. I've always like uh, cherished him. Tried to uh, tried to do his voice whenever I'm like reenacting something. I'm trying to act like the Fink with uh, an announcement. And it's just I met him one time, and he and um, he talks like he announces like that's how he is he toured me backstage he introduced me to people it was a a, a great thing i think i talked about it it was the, i did talk about it, the spinneroni contest and i actually did tell this story about fink already now that i, I recall I, it was probably probably five months ago on an episode but i did a spinneroni contest and i won but fink was my tour guide the whole time he announced me he actually said and here's your winner and it was just so great but he remembered me in the front row, like halfway through the Monday Night Raw. He saw me and said, hey, Cass, how are you enjoying your seats? And it was so like, hello, Cass, how are you enjoying your seats? It was like very Howard Finkel. He was so nice. He was such a great guy. And, and rest in peace, Howard Finkel. One of the worst things, one of the worst losses in a while in the WWE, I will say. it did. He meant so much to me. And I think everybody. He's like, oh, he's absolutely. the big. He's the yeah. Fink. It's the reason why he's called the Fink. He's the freaking yeah. Fink. How many announcers in sports and everywhere else do people like really love like that? You just don't get that. He's the best. But I will say, I will transition, Daniel, unless you have anything else to say. This okay, episode- so the only thing that I want to say uh, before we get into the list is that there is one thing that uh, – there's one rumor slash conspiracy theory, if you will, about these releases that seems to be – a little strange it's that drake maverick got released he released a video on twitter of him being like super emotional about it and how like crazy the virus was but then wwe retweeted it and they were going to allow him to be in the wwe cruiserweight classic uh for the interim championship uh and he just it okay i will say this look if they put interesting drake maverick over and use all of these other people's losing their jobs in an angle for them though that's like new level of low shitty. <laughs> like that, that's no, I, mean, I think like, that's, that's new level kayfabe and amazing. I don't think I that's think good that's at all. Amazing. I think that's not right. That's a swerve, bro. Uh, I mean, I feel swerve. like you could be on TV and have his character be threatened with his job, like on TV. No, I love it. Uh, I don't love it. I don't. I mean, there's I, still a way to do it and use the angle. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt you in your life. I mean. I think it, I don't think there's any possible way this is true. But what about the Zack Ryder's and the Kurt Hawkinses and the yeah yeah exactly I don't think it's true. No, it's true. I think that he is getting just getting released and being like, hey, thanks WWE for letting me compete in this classic. He said he's like 37 or something like that, and he's like, you know, after after these nine matches or whatever it is, you know, if I don't win, I don't think I'm ever gonna wrestle again. And so it's like I don't know. It, some of it yeah. felt just like a promo. So it was just like now maybe he maybe it is just a promo and he's using it for like his indie dates after you know when the world does kind of calm what down. If all of them are not really released and it's all just a work. Hey now. <laughs> Moving on, let's jump into the list. I think we're like 30 minutes into the show and we're just going to go ahead and jump into the actual list, the actual Reason why we're here, and I came up with this because I'd always heard it on podcasts, but I'd never seen uh, any of my favorite podcast guys do it. Uh, it's the top 10 wrestlers to never win the WWE title. Now, Explain. Let's, let's, 
Yeah, we're going to clarify everything here, okay? If you won the WCW title, because we're going to be talking about all eras, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, where we're at now. All eras, everything that we know. Uh, And some of this, at least from my side, is going to be based on, like, how over they were. And, I mean, even if they were crappy just going to be how over they were but, you know right. some of it's just going to be because they were they, they may have been never had never had a great character but were just too good in the ring to deny um but yeah so the rules are you have to have won the wwf title the wwe title the world heavyweight championship while it was defended on raw or smackdown right after the invasion angle after the right. undisputed uh thing if you were a wcw champion on monday night raw during the invasion angle that doesn't count it has to be an actual world championship that has been recognized on Raw or SmackDown as the main title. Uh, so the universal title obviously is included there. That's the most recent one. Everything else doesn't count, though. If you're AWA champion, if you're WCW champion, if you're NXT champion, if you're uh, ECW champion, none of that matters. So, oh, without wait. further the ado. The AWA championship doesn't count? I counted the AWA. The AWA championship does not count. Oh, man. My list is... Terrible. No, of course not. So, here's the thing. You said something, though. The, the, there's only one man who was the WCW champion during the Invasion era, and it was Booker T, then he ended up w- winning the World Heavyweight title. So no, Booker, uh, uh, Steve out. Austin won the title during the Invasion angle as the oh. WCW champion. Oh, when he cool. was like That cancels out, too, because he was... He's a WWE champion. Yeah, so. I, guess right. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just right. saying. Like, right. those are the rules. All right, so before we get this thing kicked off... Um, I'm just going to breeze through just a couple of guys that I thought were, you know what? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that before we do number one. So let's just start, let's well, jump right to, right to number two. So, well, let me, yeah, let me, let me, let me start off by saying this, man. So here's the thing. What I noticed about this list when I made this list, uh, a lot of these guys are older guys. A lot, I mean, because, and if you think about it today for my list, on my list, not okay. your list, this is my list. Or, or older guys because today they they pass around that title like it's like it's just a, a piece of cheese out here. This everybody's getting some. Everybody's getting some cheese. Um, and there's multiple world titles. You got the dub, You got the Raw title. You got the SmackDown title. Most of mine, I'm gonna be honest, a little spoiler alert. A lot are, are from uh, New Generation, and a lot are from the uh, '80s Hogan era. So. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's I, I a have lot a little of bit from everywhere. I have a little that's bit from everywhere. I got a little bit from everywhere, everywhere, but most of them are from that. Um, I have some honorable mentions. Do you want to go with what did you want to do? I, I think we're gonna wait. I think we're gonna wait for the honorable mentions before we get to number Let, one. Let's so wait, let's just let's, let's kick it off okay. right with number ten, KG Cass. Who is your number ten wrestler to never uh, win the WWE title? My number ten is one of my favorites of all time. He is a big guy. He's got the body that Vince would love to see a champion. He started off as in a tag team, and he started off uh, out of Calgary, Stampede. And he had a partner, his tag team partner. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Who do you think it is? I think his tag team partner might have been... Uh, Who do you think been, it is? Uh, the TNT the di- child. The, the what? The TNT child. The, the Dynamite Kid? Dynamite Kid, yeah. The Dynamite Kid. Yeah, the <laughs> British Bulldog. Davy Boy Smith is my number 10. He was never great on the mic. And and I did want to kind of preference everybody. I understand reasons why all these guys that I have on my list didn't win. Not all of them, but a yeah. lot of them I do. British Bulldog, not good on the mic. Like, literally, one of the worst 
on the mic I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, he's, he was bad. he's yeah. literally never had a good promo, but there's something about him, and maybe it was me as a kid loving him at that time, you know? Like, it's just something about the 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 British Bulldog and the 95 Royal Rumble, and he could have had it. You could see how he could have he, – he was so close. He had a bunch of Royal Rumbles where he was at the end of the Royal Rumble. He had a bunch of – uh, t- not a bunch of title shots, but he was always like kind of in the main picture. I don't think he had right. a bunch of like, I don't think he had a bunch of title shots, but he was always in the running to be the number one contender type thing, which is kind of, and a lot of people right. on my list kind of relate to that. And th- I could see there being a, ch- a little slot of him being the champion in that time. It could have happened. And I think it should have happened. And I think, the, and I don't think that's somebody shocking to have on your list of 10 people that never won. But I will say, which I'm probably going to say a lot, I think if British Bulldog was the British Bulldog in 2010s, 100% would have had the title because they passed the title around so much. So I think the British Bulldog is definitely a champion in in new wrestling. Back then, people held it a lot longer. You know, especially in the 80s, they did a lot longer. And he came from even before that, wrestled in the 80s and the 90s. So – yeah, my number ten is British Bulldog. I am so excited to hear what is your number ten, Mister. Well, Nova. um, you know, I'm gonna kind of keep it in the family here. Um, I'm gonna kind of keep it as one of his tag team championship partners, uh, a guy that we both love very, very dearly, and I do think a guy that if he had lasted, um, I don't think would have actually, actually, now that I think about it, I don't think they would have gotten the opportunity, but always should have, especially around that WrestleMania ten era. It's got to be Owen Hart. Owen Hart is my number ten uh, top wrestler to never win the WWE wow. title. I think it was that was the time for him though. Like I think that '96 oh, um, time, you should have just ran with that for a year with between Owen and Brett. It should have just been a year of Owen and Brett. Um, now I know that you had Hogan come back and threw a whole monkey wrench into all the plans that you had for um, Brett. So I actually kind of blame Hogan for Owen never holding the title because nah, I could totally uh, see Hogan. Totally Hogan, see. Hogan came back at WrestleMania nine. Oh, that's right, nine, nine. That's Hogan right, that's didn't really. But it Wait, was. What, they switched it, it up though Yoko, with eleven. But Yoko was in nine. Eleven was, was LT. LT, right? Was LT. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you. I mean, to keep with your point, you're not totally wrong. It wasn't really Hogan. It was you know Sean really becoming over and them realizing it was yeah. Sean the guy, not really Brett. And then uh, LT and them not really believing in Sean and them just kind of never really. It was really booking and never really. Yeah giving the person a thing, but you were totally right about Owen right there. It should have been that. that they would have been a great time to do I it, mean, man. That would have been it. You know, that was from, it. Yeah. From 96 to, for, from like 95 to 96, somewhere around in there. Like, especially if you just did it in between, like maybe it, you know, maybe, maybe Owen wins it. Um, just as like a, as like a crybaby heel, like yeah. just right after Mania, maybe King of the Ring or something like that. And then drops it again at, at SummerSlam or Survivor Series or whatever, you know, like, um, I think that would have been the way to go. I think he deserved it. Uh, I think he was over enough, and I think if he would have held that title for a couple of months, he would have been. It would have been easier to keep him in the main event picture because he could talk. And when he like, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I think that you know now that we know more behind the curtain because we've been listening to the podcast for the past 20 years, and we've like you know just dive in and we love all this backstage drama stuff. We we right. all crave it. That's why we have podcasts like this. But like, I think now knowing how much of a prankster Owen was and how, like, jovial and, like, happy-go-lucky he was, I don't think the office would have ever really seen him as the as the actual champ. Um, but he's my top ten, you know, wrestler that never won right. the WWE. Yeah. Well, you keep going. I want you to tell me your number nine. Because so my number, number nine, nine, you know, my number nine is a little spice. 
My number okay. is a little out there, so I want to get yours. Okay, so. I think my number nine might not necessarily be too out there. I think there's a, quite a few people that would agree with me. Um, but a guy that like just never really met his full potential but was always over. Um, and you know what? Maybe people might think he should be higher than number nine, but I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, Wade Barrett, bad news Barrett, number nine. I think that he always had the tools. I think he was always a victim of circumstance and bad booking. He was right. over for sure. He was a great heel. He was a good worker. He was a good talker. He looked good. He could have been a crossover star. I think he could still be a main event guy on the roster today if they kept it. I just think that this is a, one of those classic examples of, you know, those 2010s, especially when they were passing the title around, like you said, like a hot potato. Not to mention you had a title on every show. Um, right. And, you know, the fact that Wade Barrett, I know he was injury prone, quote unquote. He did get hurt a lot. Every time he got a big push, he got hurt before the big payoff match. Uh, that was just his bad luck, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think, I, think you, I think he's, I just don't want him to be forgotten because his body of work is really, really good. I just went back and watched some old stuff from, like, the original Nexus um, and just him kind of doing the King of the Ring gimmick back then. Like, he was kind of a, a shining star in some kind of otherwise dull TV moments in, like, those 2010s, 11s, 12s, like, that, those kind of right. times when you weren't watching the CM Punk segment and it got kind of boring. Um, you know, Wade Barrett was the guy to, to, go, the guy to watch for me. So Wade Barrett, number nine, is my, you know, top ten, out of my top ten wrestlers to never win the WWE title. Who's your Man. number nine? Well, just to talk about Wade Barrett, I'm gonna be honest. I thought he, I just had to look it up. I was like, no, Wade Barrett's been the champion. He was, he was a five-time Intercontinental champion. Plus, he won the IC he title. Five he times. He should have gotten this for sure. Yeah, and then he did the King of the Ring thing, which was like the best thing I think he ever did in the WWE. Um, I actually thought he was the champion, so. I well, bad news. I think bad news is the most over thing he ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's right. That's right. So my number nine. Never forget the name, Daniel. Never forget the name. 96 Gold Dust. Gold Dust. Yeah, okay. All right. I hear that. It would have to be that specific year, though. Yeah, I say if if the times of America weren't so weird and the wrestlers he was having to wrestle with where Scott Hall said he regrets it, you know, things kind of weighed Gold Dust down, you know. Some of that was good because it gave him really great heat, the hate that he got. But I think Goldust is just one of the greatest ring performers. He's got one of the greatest gimmicks. And you can't come at me and say that a gimmick like that can't be champion because Undertaker is on the Mount Rushmore of mine and a lot of people's. And Undertaker is one of the best. And there's a million other gimmicks that have been champion. So a gimmick wrestler can be champion. I think Goldust deserved it. But like a lot of these guys on the list we're going to talk about, didn't need it. And yes, I understand that. You know, uh, Bruce Pritchard and a lot of other smart minds always will say, yeah, they didn't really need the title. And I understand that. But my argument to that, Bruce, is. Um, Bruce, Bruce. Bruce, Bruce, is a little bit of that is respect. And a little bit of that is, you know, some of these guys, it's their dream, man. And, and getting that strap means that you're the number one guy putting the butts in the seats. I think Goldust did that, especially. That early gold dust with with Marlena and I mean I'll just I'll never oh, forget yeah. that stuff, I mean man. great and then even all the way down the line you know definitely I don't I'm not like you said right off the bat was definitely 96 definitely not stuttering gold dust even uh, though that was yeah, a yeah. great gold dust yeah but, yeah I mean yeah I'm not, and I'm not yeah. slaming his work yeah. I'm just saying he like he was never more of, over right he was never more over yeah. right there in that new generation era ever that's the t- but he did have a renaissance 
like almost right before he went to AEW a little bit. Like he kind of came he back. It was really great. But in that match he had with Cody, I mean, Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, amazing. But the 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 gold dust in, in 96. And again, I'm kind of copping out, not copping out, but I'm just going to always preference this with I really do genuinely think if they had two titles, a split brand in 96, and yeah, you couldn't do that because of the Attitude Era and WCW. I understand that. I'm just saying if as many people as many people get the title nowadays as as much as it gets passed around in 96 or in the 80s Goldust would have definitely been the champion if not def- definitely I think you would have had a, a, a he was high probability to be in the champion and even if he wasn't he was one of my favorites and it's my list and go screw <laughs> yourselves and I think he deserved it I love Goldie Hawn that's my guy No absolutely I absolutely agree with you on that one yeah. Um, man, let's let's move on to number eight. Uh, and I feel like, yeah, I'm I'm really glad we're doing this because I feel like our lists are 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 so different because we just have different mindsets. Yeah. And like, I just didn't think to put Goldust on there, but you're totally right. Like, that's the cool thing about this kind of list too. Yeah. Is it's so like, it's so subjective. Like, it just really kind of depends like on. It's your, so subjective. Yeah, yeah. You can't make ten. The the ten is too small of a number. It really is. It's it really, really is. Uh, I mean, maybe I was just in my head. Maybe it's just been that I've been watching like the ruthless aggression era a lot, and I've uh, been kind of like been binging just old like kind of 2000s pay-per-views. But number eight, a guy that was super over, and it may sound silly now, but number eight is uh, is Carlito Colon. Man, I think that he was kind of crazy oh, that he never good he was super over. Uh, I mean, the crowd was super into him. He was an that's absolute good. baby face. I mean, some of the pops that he got. You know, in those mid 2000s, you know, shows, I mean, they were, I mean, huge pops, dude. Yeah. I mean, he was super over. He could have been that nonchalant RVD, Jeff Hardy style, um, you know, happy go lucky, all shucks, baby face. I think it, uh, I, I, I mean, he, he yeah. was a great in ring wrestler, great on the mic, great look. Uh, now we know again because we know about the backstage stuff. We know that he was a little lazy. We lazy. know that he just like he just like getting his word, paycheck. Lazy. Uh, yeah, and that was it. Uh, and he just wanted to go hang out with the girls. Um, so, which is hey, you know what? Look, dude. I, I mean, I can't judge you. I don't know if if I if I was if my dad was was a wrestling royalty and I was pretty good in the ring and knew I was good on the mic. Maybe you know a lot of the a lot of times you know and Jr. always tells that story where he's like you know I'm not gonna say who the wrestler was but. You know, I told him he needs to up his effort, and he said, you know, I will want to get my push, and he, like, always uses that story. Well, I saw him live, and he answered the question, and he said it was Carlito. That was the actual person that wow. he had that. yeah, it makes fish. sense. So, like, uh, I mean, and then, that does, it makes perfect sense. It's like, dude, like, but he was young. I mean, I think he was, like, 23 when he was getting, yeah. I mean, when I was 23, I was a total dick. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's no way, like. I if especially if I was that good, that good looking, in that position, making that kind of money, yeah, just feed me my checks, dude. Let me go out to the bar. Let me just wrestle my match and get out of here. Like, I'm over. Like, why do I? Why do I need to stay and learn? I'm over already. Like, yeah, I oh, yeah. I, I get that mentality. Um, yeah. So number eight, Carlito for me. Number eight, KG Cass. Wow, that's I, I gotta say, that's a good one. I will say this spoiler a spoiler alert. I don't have him in my list or my honorable mentions, and I'm kind of pissed that I don't have him in either. That is such a good. There's so many wrestlers to think about. I, I just I'm sorry. Sorry I, I didn't think about him. We're not even him. halfway through, and I love the show already. Yeah, I should have had. I feel like I should have had him in the top ten. So you're you're blowing my mind. I forgot about. 
And I was such a Carlito guy. I went and met him in Nashville. I, I mean, I have a I have a tattoo or a tattoo, an autograph of him on my shirt. Definitely not a tattoo. That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, I met him and he was hilarious and seemed so lazy and was just an asshole to everybody at the autograph signing. And when I say everybody, the ten people I showed up with, that was pretty much it. And he was still <laughs> assholes to us. And it was just so awesome. But I still, I have, I had, I bought Carlitos headbands. I was such a Carlito guy. He could have been, I think, you know, he was just, yeah, he was lazy and just, yeah. yeah. Dude, I I think he could have been a monumental star. Yeah, crazy. My number eight is somebody who's a tad bit better than, than Carlito. You know what? I would say he's a little bit more than better. I would say he's, he's, he's perfect. He's Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning is my number eight as champion. Could have been. Can't believe he wasn't. Mr. Perfect. Daniel's. Uh, what is Daniel's reaction there? Daniel, what is your feeling? I'm just, I gotta say, the, number the people eight? can't see your face. Number eight? He's yeah. he's your number eight? He's my number eight. The list right now, buddy, is goes hard after wow. this. He's wow. He's hot. Yeah. Number eight's good for him. I will say. Uh, number eight? Uh, oh, wow. Okay. all the other ones. All right. So. He is one of the greatest in-ring, in-ring performers. He's got one of the greatest gimmicks. He was great on the mic. He was great at commentary when they moved him to that. His career was cut a little short because of a back injury. His stuff with Brett, his stuff with Brett was great. He had a couple of stuff with Sean when Sean was in the the uh, the the cow blotches instead of the uh, the hearts. He had a, a, some great matches with Sean then. Uh, one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. I don't see why he wasn't the champion. I think it was because when he was wrestling, it was a big man's game, and it was more of the the Hogans and those really, really big guys. But then you look at somebody like Savage. I think it was his gimmick and the singlet. You know, Savage was smart and did the tiptoes and had the big hat and really— He had a different and, voice. He was more of a yeah, character. And yeah. made himself larger than life. Which, yeah, that's why whenever you say, oh, that's what most people say as a rebuttal when you say, yeah, Mr. Perfect just wasn't didn't have the body. And it was that time Vince was going after those big guys. And then they say, well, what Mr. about Savage? Mr. Perfect was 6'4 and like 265 right. pounds, by the way. The that's guy what that, I'm that's cha- that just Hold beat on. Brock Lesnar, Drew, Drew oh. uh, McIntyre, they're about the same size. I'm not they're even talking about that. I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying most people would say, oh, but Randy Macho Man, he was the same size at that time. How did he? But Randy was such had a, such a larger than life character. It, it just I, I get why Randy kind of was thought of and seen as a big Hogan type guy, even though he wasn't. He was nowhere compared. Randy was actually significantly smaller than Mister Perfect. He was like two inches I'm, shorter. I'm talking about. I think you're missing my point here. I'm talking about body size. I'm not talking about height. I'm talking about like. I'm talking about like Macho no, no. Man. And perfect compared to like Ultimate Warrior or or Hogan, like these buffed. Oh, up I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying was, Mr. Perfect and Randy are like more comparable. I'm saying they're the same. Yeah, I'm saying they're more the same. And if you if I'm saying a good rebuttal would be, yeah, Mr. Perfect never won. A good argument would be, well, then why did uh, Macho Man win? He was kind of the same, you know, body type and everything like that. And I'm just saying I get why Macho Man kind of fit in with. Ultimate Warrior and Hogan, even though Macho Man was nowhere near the size of 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 Hogan and Macho Man or Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, but Macho Man just I don't know he just had a character that dog that dog's agreeing with me your dog is agreeing with me my dog is just not my dog is not having it 
No, that's him agreeing. My my dog. That's him agreeing, man. So, but Mr. Perfect had the singlet. He's just character didn't have that same image as the Macho Man. That's all I'm trying to say. Macho Man had a big larger than life, like you said, character. Perfect. I don't really know why. I think he just was. He was that workhorse, and they wanted him there. And he just his injuries. I think injuries cut him short. Back injury cut him short. And they didn't pass around the title like they did in in 2000 and in the 2000s. I yeah, see. Okay, yeah. I, I, maybe maybe I think you're just like I think I I can understand where you're coming from on this. Um, just because I see what you mean by the way they work. Um, but w- in reality, like Mr. Perfect and Macho Man in a ring together, they're not even close to comparable. Is what I'm saying. No, I'm I'm not. I I think you were miss. I I was. I'm talking about their si- the size. I'm saying that, like I know that's what I'm saying. Like Mr. Perfect was about two inches and thirty pounds heavier. Like I mean, a significant difference. Like Mr. Perfect bro, was but big, dude. Either one of them were anywhere in the ballpark of Hogan or Ultimate Warrior or Psycho Sid or people like that. You were out of your fucking mind if you're gonna say Mr. Perfect was looked even similar. To Hulk Hogan, so Mr. Perfect is more like a, uh, like a like a Billy Gunn or like a Crush. He was he, he was bigger. Yeah. He was bigger than I'm, he was you're, bigger you're, than. You're you're taking it like I'm, I'm cutting down Mr. Perfect. No no I'm, no. I'm, I'm making an argument. I'm making an argument. I'm just Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I'm making an argument. Saying I'm saying that like you, they're not. Macho Man was just a bigger personality. Macho Man and, and Steamboat were about the same. Um, Macho Man and 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 and. Sean, I mean, he was probably a little bit more buff, like more steroided than Sean. But I mean, as far as like actual size, that makes more sense. Per- that's what I'm saying. Perfect to me was this. De- that's what I'm saying. Perfect was deceptively big. Like, like Billy Guns. Like that's kind of my point. That was. Ca- I just said Randy because Randy's not a guy that is big as him. I wasn't like hanging my hat on Randy fucking Savage on my argument. I'm just saying. I'm just. He was a smaller guy that wasn't as big as those guys. Well, it sounded like you were hanging your hat on him. <laughs> well, I could. I, I mean, he was the only other guy that wasn't uh, jacked up to the guilds as the other two men that were the champions at that time. Inspiration guy, him having Mr. Perfect at number eight feels like disrespect to me. So we're just gonna keep it's not on moving. Disrespectful at all. It's gonna keep on moving. Number seven. Oh, I'm crazy. I know, I know it's somebody that Cass loved so much. And again, this is a number that's like maybe not the greatest wrestler in the world, but was so over. And it's kind of insane that they didn't get, even though it was a small window, it's kind of insane that he never won the title. I mean, you loved him so much, you named your daughter after him. It's Mr. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Kennedy. Sure. Okay. He's got to be the guy. I mean, that dude was super, super over for that two-year span. I mean, like, granted, it was a very short time, but, I mean, think about it. I mean, how many wrestlers only had two or three years that were, like, I mean, Warrior had two years. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, Stone Cold's actual run was only, like, four and a half years. Like, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, um, but, yeah, Mr. Kennedy was over two solid years, just always got the right push. Kind of had it feels like it's a politics game. Every time I hear anything bad about him, it wasn't like that he actually did anything rough until much later in his career after he'd already been fired from the WWE. It did seem like people in power, uh, like Triple H and a few others, maybe Randy Orton, maybe that whole Evolution stable just really didn't like the guy. I think it was just more politicking than anything else. And I think the guy could have carried the weight. He was a great talker, and he definitely he wasn't a great scientific worker, but people were invested in his matches. He was more of that 
WWE main event style. Let's go work on the outside. Let's big punches, big kicks, sell as much as you can, um, as much drama as you can put in a match. He was he was that kind of guy to me. I thought he was pretty good. It it's I mean he deserved he definitely deserved to at least be number seven on my list. Um, so Mr. Kennedy for me is number seven. Um, I mean, Man. dude, the matches that he had, with, I mean, dude, I mean, every Orton, the matches were great. Mysterio, the matches were great. Uh, pretty good matches with, uh, edge. Um, I mean, just if you actually look at his body of work, it's kind of crazy that he never really held the title. He won money in the bank. I think he was the first person to not actually get, uh, to even cash in his money in the bank. He like got hurt and, or somebody beat, beat him for the briefcase or some kind of crazy, stupid booking. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just a sad story for him. I just feel like it, it just, I don't know. It means what it means. Mr. Kennedy is my number seven. KG Cass. I'll say, I'll say it's crazy that he didn't get it because they were passing around the title like it was a hot potato back then, but he didn't make my top 10 and he doesn't even make my honorable mentions. I don't even know how he's in your top 10. That's a little bizarre to me. I named my daughter after Robert F. Kennedy, the senator, not Mr. Kennedy, the wrestler. I will say that. But my number seven is the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. He is a guy that I just think, especially in the time, like, you know, a lot of things I was saying was, you know, they didn't pass around the title or, you know, I talked about Mr. Perfect maybe not being uh, big enough or, or didn't look so big or whatever. Uh, I, I don't see why Ted DiBiase isn't the champion. I think Ted DiBiase, I, I just, I, I think he was just the, the way things went. I think it was Hogan being on top. Hogan was pretty much ju- the champion that whole time. And if he wasn't champion, they were trying to figure out a way to make somebody else champion to make Hogan champion again. I just feel like he's always on everybody's lists, And I, I got to – you just – he has to be on your list. I mean, if you look about how – if you look at how the time and the storyline with Ted DiBiase, if you go back and watch that, that whole thing with the Million Dollar Man, I mean, it's just – it's just so phenomenal. Yeah, I just I mean, feel like he was so good in the ring all the way back in the 70s. He was good in the ring, man. I feel like if it was today and he had a character that was as over as Million Dollar Dream was back then, million, um, uh, the Million Dollar Man was back then, I think 100% he's a champion today. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of murky, though, because, I mean, he did. So even though he didn't have, like, he didn't win the WWF championship, he was, like, given the WWF championship. So, like,. I mean, I guess he kind of gets in on techni- technicality, but he was still the WWF champion. He is you know not what I'm listed like, as a WWF champion. He is. I know, not but he listed. was. I mean, he was given the title by Andre. Remember that? Like that's how it all happened. I like, know. He was yeah, the yeah. champion. He was the champion. So like, I know that. So the list but was to never, win the title. Right, right. But I, they you're right. Never, sure. He he was never actually listed in WWE's like yeah. official yeah. thing as the champion. He was never the champion, and I think he could have been a champion for a year back then. It would have been great. I, I, I don't know. I, he would have definitely been it. All right. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, you get, they gave him the title. I mean, he defended the he defended it, the title. So like, uh, well, it, no, he didn't defend the title. He wasn't. He did. Called, he, he didn't he did. come on the island. They didn't say, and and here's the the champion, Ted DiBiase. He, he did was the champion. I'm looking at it now. He did defenses against Bam Bam Bigelow, 
Um, he bought, he paid for the title. He like uh, Andre used it and then relinquished it to him. So it says unofficial, but he was the champion. But he was never the official champion. Okay, okay, that's fair. Ted that's fair. he never won the title, and that is the list never to win the title. WWE title. You're right. You're right. That's fair. But I the, the reason why, but that's what I'm, I'm just saying. That's why he's not on my list because he You're did hold the title. Well, he held the title. I mean, it's not, it's a pretty damn big loophole. He held, he was the WWF champion. He was was the champion. WWF champion. He was the unofficial champion because Andre had it. That's it. But he lost it. He's the one that lost it. So, I mean, he was the champion. Like, let's move on. Let's move on. My number six is the greatest heel of all time. He, well, hold on. One of the greatest. I meant to say one of. <laughs> one of the greatest seals of all time. He also came from Calgary. He's from the the Kennedy family of wrestling. It's the Rocket, the King of Hearts, Owen Hart. That is my number six. Okay. I'm just going to build on your point that you pretty much already said, so I don't really have much to say. You built on it. That WrestleMania 10 storyline, I mean, that's just – I feel like they wrote that for him to be the champion – I don't know why he didn't get it then. I don't know why he didn't get it even before that or after that. I mean, Owen could have had it. He had everything it took. He was great on the mic. He was one of the greatest workers at the time. He was a better worker than Brett because we all know. Come on, everybody. Fuck Brett. So, I mean, he was better than Brett. I mean, he was just all around amazing. He was a great heel. He was, it was not a better time than Brett. In the ring, bell to bell, he was not I think he was. Better than it was a time where they. Dude, really I don't like Brett at all either. But in the ring, God, dude, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, well. He was so good. I mean, I, I, dude, I, I legit, I hate the guy too. But like in the ring, come on, you gotta give it doubles, dude. I, I'll give. He's he's good. But Owen was also <laughs> great and. True. And I liked him a lot more. And yeah, but the thing is, is it was a time where I just, I was always, I'm, when I made my list, I was trying to think of why maybe they didn't. And I'm trying to think of different reasons other than they didn't pass the title around that much. That That's what I keep saying. So another point that I think you can agree on, they didn't like heel champions. You know, there wasn't a lot of heel champions. If you look at this time, especially yeah. the 80s era and, and new generation, not a lot. And now they really just – Vince doesn't like heel champions. So that yeah. was another thing against Brett. He was a heel and Brett – or I'm sorry, Brett. Owen, 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 Owen. Owen could have never been a babyface. I mean, Owen as a babyface would just seem weird. I know he started as a babyface with Coco Beware, but um, yeah, uh, Owen, hands down, I almost wanted to put him higher. I will say that you had him, you had him at ten. He was your number ten. Owen is my number six. I wanted him even higher, but uh, who I had before that, I just couldn't do it. I, I just love Owen so much, and I just. I hate that he never was the champion, but yes. Number six for me is the Rocket Owen Hart. Who is your number five, or do you want to talk about the the, the top five so far? Or do you want to go to honorable mentions? What do you want to do, Daniel Schaefer? Well, I haven't done my number six yet. Oh, God, okay. That's right. You do your number six. I'm, I'm jumping. Okay. I'm getting too excited. Okay. So, again, because we know what we know, um, and maybe not there wouldn't have been a, a great time for this to happen, um, and I didn't really, really feel right about putting him in my top five, but I feel like knowing what we know now and knowing the situation that he had going into it, uh, and how many times he held the IC title, his family legacy and where he is now, my number six is Cody Rhodes. I think that he should have won wow. the WWE title while he was there. 
Uh, I think if they had booked him properly, he could have been a top guy. Um, obviously, great on the mic. Uh, even going back and like watching stuff from Legacy, it's like he was still pretty good on the mic. So I don't understand why he didn't get the push um, that he kind of deserved. And I kind of fear yeah. now that even with AEW, because he is an EVP, I kind of feel like he might not ever win the AEW title. Uh, and that kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Like the fact that he might just never win a world title. Maybe he just yeah. doesn't want to. Maybe he feels like he doesn't have to, or he wants to prove a point, or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, I know he won the NWA world title at uh, All In. You know, he beat Nick Aldis or whatever. That uh, was a great match. Uh, but, you know, we're talking yeah. big deals. And, and um, especially now it's like, I feel like an AEW title, if we were to do this in, in the same list in five years, I feel like we would count the AEW title as well. Um, hopefully, at least. Um, but yeah, number six has got to be Cody Rhodes. I mean, the way they underutilized him, especially coming out of the legacy thing when you had the title on Orton, um, him and Ted Jr., I feel like it's kind of crazy that they never really got past where they did. Uh, I agree. Again, I agree 100%. I there's a lot of politicking there. A lot of a guy named Paul just, you know, buried a lot of people in the, around that time. Just like well. he kept a lot of people from, from going further. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, number six is Cody Rhodes for me. So now, now we can go back through our top 10 to this point. We're about to break into the top five here. I'm just going to run it down really quick, really quick for you. My top 10 starting from 10, 10 was Owen Hart. Number nine was bad news. Wade Barrett. Number eight is Carlito Colon. Number seven was Mr. Kennedy. Number six was Cody Rhodes himself. The father of AEW, if you will, baby. Uh, yeah, baby. Uh, let me tell it to you. So, KG Cass, give me your 10, and then just go yeah. ahead. Let me know what your top five is, buddy. Start it off. Oh. Yeah, so my top 10 is British Bulldog, Goldie Hawn Goldust, number eight, Mr. Perfect, number seven, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, and number six, the Rocket, the King of Hearts, Owen Hart. And my number five. Daniel, are you ready? We're, uh, we're dude, breaking I'm ready. into the top five. We're we cracking started. into the top five, baby. We're in the top five. This is a man who actually has won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, the NWA WCW World Heavyweight Championship, a prestigious title. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's not great. It's not as great as the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This man never won it. He had one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. It's always on everybody's list. My number five is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And I see you shaking your head. I don't appreciate it, but... Dude, you know how much I love love the Dragon. I love Ricky Steamboat, for sure. I'm glad he's on your list. I really am. He he didn't... I I feel... Honestly, the reason why I'm shaking my head... The re- why? What's the reason you're shaking your head? The reason why I'm shaking my head is because I, I, I thought for sure that, like, I thought for sure that I, I was going to find a way to put him on my list, but I just couldn't, right. like, I couldn't find a spot. So he is in my honorable mentions. Like, I mean, wow. I love that guy. I, wow. I love his work. Uh, but at the same time, he's a one-dimensional character. He wasn't really in the actual WWF very long. Most of the bulk of his career was in the NWA and in WCW, and he did win the title there. So I did, didn't really put him in the bracket there. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I think number five is solid for sure. Um, well, yeah. I have my number five. I think 
you know, his size and everything probably didn't help him. I think that he was more of the in-ring worker, and they didn't really care about that at the time. Same with my – kind of goes back to my Mr. Perfect thing. He was more of an in, in-ring worker, even though Perfect was awesome on the mic. A little bit better than Dragon, but I think Dragon being a, a – he WCW gave him the championship. He was so great. I think he was just one of those larger-than-life – People, if you talk to fans to this day, he's one of those names. If you grew up back in the 90s and the 80s, there's a few people you're going to know. Ricky the Dragon's one of those people you talk about. And I feel like, again, they, they Hogan was the champion 98% of the time back then. They weren't passing around the title. I feel like Ricky the Dragon is one of those people that got gypped out of being the champion. And if we're talking about people who deserved it and were great at the time but never got to be the champion, especially with having, if not the best, the second best WrestleMania match of all time, WrestleMania three with with another uh, awesome person, Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, they had one of the greatest matches of all time. Ricky the Dragon, he's definitely in it. He's my top five. He's my number five. It's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Daniel, I am eager to hear your number five. The ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Know-It-All's type five, so you know it's right. Man, this one is a, this is another guilty spot, and I, that's why I was so offended when you put him at number eight, but it's got to be Mr. Perfect. I think he's, the, I mean, number five to me. Uh, and that's the thing, too. I think the reason why I kind of went, like, I wasn't, like, necessarily going off, but the reason why I was arguing with you so much is because, like, you were making the opposite point as to what I was trying to make here, is that, like, I think he gets viewed as a younger a smaller um no that's you what know. i was i was i was saying the devil's advocate would say this yeah 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 he he does he gets viewed as that like bumping baby face because right. he was such a good seller but right. that, but like he was, was huge he was six yeah. four like 275 he was a huge dude like he was not small like he was a big big guy i mean he was you know drew mcintyre size drew yeah. mcintyre was massive by the way in, in this day and age just a massive dude right, he see? would have been mr perfect size like you know, 30 years ago. So like, um, the guy was in ring work was crisp. Uh, he was great on commentary. He was a great ringside manager. Uh, he was great as just like a, a backstage interviewer. Uh, the dude didn't have a job in wrestling that he couldn't do well. And he could have carried the company. Um, I mean, his problem was timing. He was just his age and where he was in the Hogan between the Hogan and the new generation era. He was in that awkward position where if he had been five years younger, he would have been, he may have been Sean. If he'd been five years younger, you know what I mean? Like he may have been Sean. He may have been Brett. 100%. Um, uh, 100%. Or, or if he was five years older, he may have been Hogan or at least in the, the flair world. You know what I mean? Like or he before may have been that, a, Bob Backlund. I mean, look at Bob Backlund and look at Mr. Perfect. Exactly. Bob Backlund, look at Mr. Perfect. He literally timings everything. I mean, Bob yeah. Backlund was the champion for five years straight. Mr. Perfect has more charisma than Bob Backlund. He's almost better in the ring. I mean, Bob Backlund, I don't want to take anything away from him, was great. But, I mean, just think about it. And then a back injury kind of ruined him. He could have been having killer matches with Shawn Michaels in the 90s, and he just yeah. he got screwed. I mean, that's yeah. why he's on both of our lists. So, yeah, I mean, whether he's five yeah, and I mean, like, or, full or, or eight. Dude, full disclosure, I had him. When I started this show, I had I was like, oh, well, he's going to be my number one. Like, I, I, I had yeah. him at number one. And that then, like, as I started working in yeah. the list, I was like, all right, well, I, I got to move this guy, and I got to move this guy. Uh, and it was what it was. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, now that we're in the top five, it's going to get down to the nitty gritty here. And now I feel like we're going to have totally different lists, which makes it even more kind of scary. And like, let's just see where we go. Who is your number four greatest wrestler to never win the WWE title? He is a guy that wrestled in both the WWE and WCW. He's been known by a couple different names. He kind of changed wrestling forever when he came down in WCW through the stands. Ayo, Chico. I call him by his WWE name. I call him by the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, I feel like he's no doubt a champion if he just didn't go to WCW. I think Razor Ramon is no doubt a champion if he would have just stayed put Absolutely. And and just and, and stuck it out with his buddy Sean and Hunter, but he did his thing and uh you know, in the end, who knows what happened, but I think he's no doubt a champion. He was one of the most over people. This is my height as a as a as a kid. He was a champion. I mean, as a kid he was a champion. I don't I, I didn't know who was champion. You could yeah, I didn't have the internet back then. It's just Razor Ramon was a champion. But the IC title had a lot of weight back then, too. A lot IC more weight than did, it does have. And I like that, and I love that. But I do believe if he would have stayed, you know, Sean had it, Diesel had it, Hunter had it, Razor would have had it, man. And they would have done some great stuff. Sean and Razor were already killing it. You, you could have played that out for the next five years. Things would have been so much different. I mean, just what Sean and Razor were doing already, we never even got to see Razor and Hunter really that much, or even Razor and Diesel. It just, things got cut so short, you gotta put Razor, if you have a top 10 list, and you don't have the bad guy Razor Ramon, I don't trust you. I don't that trust I agree the with, thing I agree with all of that 100%. Who is your number four? My number four is a little bit more modern, probably the most modern person on this list. Uh, but just given his age uh, and the way he's been used lately, I don't know if it's going to happen. So I felt like it warranted a spot on the list. He's a current wrestler, which I feel like is fine and fair. Uh, but number four for me is Samoa Joe. Uh, I think the guy's mm. dominant. I think he can carry a company for sure. I think he's great at promos. He's great as a heel. Um, he can be a babyface too if you need him to be. He knows how to sell. He knows how to feed a comeback. Um, I mean, he's... He, he's the guy. I think that that dude has more than proven his um, in-ring prowess. And not only that, but I think he's proven his um, relatability to being like more, um, you know, realistic. You know, I think mm-hmm. he's more of one of the one of those, tr- you know, throwback wrestlers in, in like a, in like a Harley race way where you feel like he can really beat you up. But in the same way, he's modern because he's got some of that MMA kind of like vibe to his work. Uh, you really believe that like. You know, if, if you saw this dude in a street fight, he's going to win against 98% of the population. Like, um, so, um, yeah, I think I think Samoa Joe may have missed the boat because he is older than AJ. Um, so, I mean, I know he's just, he's an older guy. I know they've been using him on, on commentary, and I know he's not hurt. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see if he gets let go, too, through this whole, you know, corona situation. Um, again, you know, I hate, to, I hate to have AEW just, oh, pick up all these guys. But, of course, it's Samoa Joe. I mean, the, first of all, the guy made his legacy in a different company. Um, I mean, and the guy became like a really household name in a company that I feel like more people knew who Samoa Joe was than even knew what TNA was. Um, so there's something to be said about that. Um, you know, I just think the guy deserves to be a main stage, main show, you know, top prime time television show world heavyweight champion. I think he deserves it. So Samoa Joe is my number four. 
Cool. I, I'm st- I'm still shocked that Samoa Joe is even in the World Wrestling uh, Federa- Entertainment Federation, whatever that Federation Entertainment is called. Um, yeah, only been I, like twenty I, years. You know, he's probably not on mine just because I just you know he still has time to get it maybe. But I get what you're saying. Probably not. So he is a good one to put on the list. But I think it's a little premature. Um, number three for me though is I want you to look. Listen, can you hear me? I'm whispering. Look into my eyes, Daniel. Look into my eyes. When I cut a promo, I whisper. I whisper, but it means something because I put on the D, D, T. It is Jake the Snake Roberts, my number three. You know, this one, kind of weird. I don't even know. the. I've been trying to come up with reasons for all my guys why they didn't win the, the championship. I don't know for Jake the Snake, other than they were kind of putting it on Hogan the whole time for these. Yeah, it's Hulk Hogan. It's just Hulk Hogan's got to be Not only that, but it's Hulk, it's Hulk Hogan and reliability, knowing everything you know behind the curtain. Right, I mean, but I think he at this lots time, of house shows. <laughs> I think at this time he was doing a lot better. This time he wasn't fully on that 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 addiction. He was missing lots of house shows in the eighties. <laughs> he was missing lots of house shows in the eighties. I think you're getting more further down the road. I'm I'm talking his his main his main thing. You know that, that addiction grows and grows and grows. And maybe he was. Uh, you know I've I've heard a lot about it kind of further down the road with him. But I mean who knows? And maybe that is something. But I would say it's mainly the Hogan factor. And man, he was just he was great. Uh, the greatest one of the yeah. my favorite type of promo is a Jake the Snake Roberts promo. Oh, for sure. I like, but I do like his, his AEW work has been so phenomenally good, yeah. dude. Like yeah. his little AEW vignettes for Lance Archer have been gems. That dude still has it, and like those just like campfire promos that he does every week. It feels like it's almost like it opens every dynamite now, but they're just so good. His promos yeah. are single-handedly getting that kid over, and like I say, kid, but I'm sure he's probably in his mid 30s He's probably older than me even. Um, Lance Archer, he's been around that's for a long impossible. time. He used to be Lance Hoyt. He's been a big wrestler in Japan for like years and years. I think he did wasn't developmental at some point. He may have been on like early like WWE ECW like ten years ago or something. Um, but yeah, he's killing it in AEW right now. Jake the Snake, phenomenal. But Jake, man, Jake, I love a Dusty promo, but man, that dust that that Jake the Snake promo, and then his in ring work. Everybody says it. He's got the psychology, and then how he does it with the DDT. I mean, what what do you say? The DDT and Jake the Snake. It's just it's he's definitely one of those guys that it's unbelievable. And then another thing I said earlier about somebody like Ricky the Dragon. You go and talk to somebody who doesn't watch wrestling anymore but used to. They're gonna know Ricky the Dragon. I guarantee you, Jake the Snake Roberts is a household name. People who don't know anything about wrestling probably know who Jake the Snake Roberts is. And he never was a freaking WWE champion. That's just crazy to me. He's definitely up there. These are my. Li- uh, that's my list. People that like what? Everybody knows their name and they're not the champ. Yeah. Jake the Snake. That's my number three. What's your number three? Man, uh, my number three is gonna be in the same era. Uh, it's gonna be the guy that's arguably the greatest stick man of the 19 uh, or I guess the 20th century in general. Uh, 80s and the 90s. Uh, it is not Dusty Rhodes. Mm. It is not Dusty Rhodes. Sorry, uh, it is. I- Rowdy Roddy Piper. Wow. Um, he is going to be the guy for me. To be completely honest, just full disclosure here, Dusty Rhodes is not on my list only because he was the world heavyweight champion for so long on the other show that I just, I don't know, I just forgot to include him in the WWF side because 
his run in the WWF was kind of subpar at best, so couldn't really list him there. Um, but yeah, I got to give it to Rowdy Roddy Piper. I mean, that guy is synonymous. I mean, this dude is there's no WrestleMania without Roddy Piper. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and 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 the fact that he has won um, tag team titles or U.S. titles or Intercontinental titles um, is just kind of crazy when you think about his legacy. Um, and all the all that he kind of brought to pro wrestling. I mean, he fought Mr. T on a pay-per-view. That's kind of crazy in a boxing match. It's really wild to think about, especially in the 80s. Um, I mean, granted, you know, we're digging deep here, but Roddy Piper, number three, the hot rod has to be at least in the top five conversation for greatest wrestlers to never win sure. the WWE title. So yeah, Roddy man, Piper is so. my number three. No Piper's pit. You wouldn't have these segments. And a lot of people would be like, oh, it'd be great if we didn't have these segments. But come on, man. I mean, some of this is pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling at its finest. I mean, to be honest, I feel like some of these talk shows have taken from the Piper's pit, <laughs> you know, especially in like the late 90s. Like the Springer show is pretty much yeah. just Piper's pit. Like um, it's kind of wild. I mean, everything that he's done for the business, it's just, you know, it's always a sad state of affairs too when you talk about guys that we've lost on on this list that's uh that's my second or third one here and that's kind of just sad to right sad to think about but yeah man Roddy piper's my number three where are you at in your top three who got your bronze medal kg cast let me tell you something brother you over there talking about your little top three baby looking all a little sad with a little, little you got a little little whiskers you got a little whiskers there drinking your beer a little rubbing <laughs> on them there baby i'm gonna go with my number two baby it's uh number three my number three, baby. How 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 is that my number three? How the fuck am I keep fucking up the list? How is that my number three? I'm at my number two. How are you at your number three? How? Who is your number four? Razor. Yeah, and who is your number three? Jake the Snake. Okay, then I did number three. Yeah, so I'm at my number two. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, you messing up my little, you messing up my little <laughs> groove there, baby. I don't like it, baby. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Hold on, let me wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I call all of us want you to leave some of this shit. <laughs> Guys, it's been a long time, okay? It's been a pandemic, and we're like we just trying. Leave. To... Now hey, this is gonna... a peek behind the curtain. We're gonna leave some of it, dude. Just we so you know, a lot of this episode baby. has been worked on. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to leave some of this shit in. Because you guys need to know, we're struggling just like you. We just want you guys to have a good time with us. Let's just keep it back. Let's get back on pace here, though. We're Number gonna two. We're going to leave that one in, baby. We're going to leave that one in, baby. You're going to do it. We're going to leave it funky like a monkey. We're going to let it like down and let it do what it do, baby, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Baby. All right. My number two is the one and only. American it's, Dream. No, it's not. No, I'm kidding. Yes, <laughs> it's the American Dream, baby. It's Dusty Rhodes. Number um, two, only because they're second most recognizable face other than Brother Love, baby. Exactly, baby. Other than Brother Love, baby. Um, yeah, that's my number two, man. I, I think he was great. Um, as I'm a working man, and he had he had his little little Adonis there with him, baby. A little sexy, little little uh, what's what was her name? Uh, Don, not Diamond, but uh, oh, uh man, what is her name? Uh, not Diamond. I don't remember her name, man. But Daddy, it's been a while. Ask me, I can't think of her name. Oh, I know. I'm gonna get it. It's on the it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh God. Tip of my tongue, my baby, my my baby. Fire. Sapphire, I said diamond, baby. Sapphire, baby. <laughs> because she's worth a thousand diamonds, baby. But her name is Sapphire. Um, Good. yeah, man, Good. I love. I, I but 
Yeah, you said you he wasn't on there because he was such a, a champion for so well, long. He was, but, because he was so more over in WCW. I mean, because right. I mean, because I'm honest. Because then again, too, Barry Windham, he had a pretty decent like mid card run in WWF. But he was such a big champ and such a main yeah, eventer on the other shows that it's but like Barry Windham wasn't a legend. That's like Barry Windham is a fucking legend. Are you kidding me? He's not as much as he is a legend. He is a legend, but not as much as Dusty freaking Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, of course not. Of course not. Is is like that's what I'm saying. Like Dusty Rhodes is just such an iconic figure, and for them to get him at the time they got him, where he still had the juice to be a champion, he was the perfect WWE champion. He was the perfect WWE champion at the perfect time. They Totally screwed up booking. How he was in the WWE and not even have a chance at the title is just crazy. They don't know what they're doing. They still don't know what they're doing half the time. And I blame Bruce, brother Bruce. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't blame Bruce. But it was just. It's just so crazy that he's number two. He's that high on my list because mainly that. Why is he number two on my list, Daniel? Because he is such a legend. He is such an amazing performer. He had everything and the time they had him for him not to be the champion is just so crazy to me. And I hate to keep bringing the same excuse, the Hogan. It was the Hogan excuse. That's why he wasn't the champion. Literally this whole time, Hogan was the champion. And if it wasn't Hogan, it was a bad guy that Hogan was about to beat like a month later. So there you go. That's my number. All right. Okay. Even though you so, messed it up, baby. You messed it up out trying to get the up. The silver medal for me is uh, one of the guys that you um, kind of touched on already, but his the bad guy, Razor Ramon, man. I mean, Scott Hall, everything about that dude. He's got to be number two on my list of the greatest wrestlers to never win the title. His promos were fantastic. The dude absolutely, you know, like he ate, he slept, he breathed the, the wrestling business. He is arguably one of the smartest minds. There would have been no crow sting without Scott Hall. Uh, I mean, there's there's so... There's so much about this guy that, like, if you got past his demons, um, you know, it's just it's kind of it's kind of wild to think about. Um, it's kind of yeah. wild to just 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 to 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 really think about the potential that was him still the career that he had. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you if you he was already he's already a Hall of Famer guy. He was already just killing it in the ring. But like, if he had could just keep it together in his personal life. Like that's another guy that I think you could have been talking about wrestling, you know, well into the Sean and Taker of 2009s, 2010s. You know what I mean? I think if he had stayed healthy and kept his yeah. head on straight, um, he probably but would have never not had a job in the left. wrestling business. Yeah, he also did. He, he did. I mean, okay, sure, sure. But I mean, just, that's what I'm saying too. Yeah. He still had a lot of gas. In, he, if he would have had his demons at bay, he had gas in the tank. Oh, for, right. When he came back, when he came yeah. back in 2002. Yeah, that, I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean. I mean, he had that match with, with, with Austin, which wasn't a banger, but it wasn't bad. I mean, if you go back and watch WrestleMania 18, like, that was not a bad match. Like, he no. still worked pretty snug in it. Like, it but was he a pretty... was looking rough. He was looking yeah, rough. Yeah, I, was... I get your point. That's I was thinking just the 90s. I get what you're saying. Or early 90s. I get what you're I'm saying. I'm saying if this guy hadn't had the problems that he had, he right. could have spanned the decades as a top right. main. He could have been a Mount Rushmore guy. He could have been. Oh. I honestly believe. Size. Uh, the way he could talk, the way he understood his actual entering work when he was clear-headed was just phenomenal, and he didn't have to do much, you know. And those are the guys that last forever, you know. Even so, he's one of the greatest, and he's better that he went through that because he can teach other people. I mean, it's just sure. even so, 
he's still one of the greatest. It, you know, even though he wasn't the champion, he's still one of the greatest, and that tells you something there about about Razor. I mean, but yeah, he's on both of our lists. He's on both of our lists. But before I think before we get to number one, I think we want to probably do a little honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. Let's go through honorable mentions real quick. I'm just going to kind of read through mine because most of mine yeah. were on yours except for one notable one. And this, this is the one that yeah. I know that you're going to bury me for. But that's cool. why it's on my honorable mentions. I didn't put him in my top ten. Uh, it's going to be Ricky Steamboat is definitely in there. I told you I feel guilty about not putting him mm-hmm. in my top ten. Um, and then, again, the British Bulldog. Your number ten just kind of oh. raised my list. I thought he should Mad. be a part of the conversation. But, again, just such a bad promo that, like, okay. couldn't All do right. it. Now, there was, a, there was a brief moment, okay? I don't know if you remember this, but when uh, ECW invaded Raw back when it was still in the Hammerstein, so oh like we're talking like 96 and 97, um, the character was on fire. He had a chance to go to WWF instead of WCW, and he didn't. He went to WCW and became probably a bigger star there than anywhere else. But the the furthest honorable mention to me, a guy that should have been another main TV show champion because of his character, how well it got over, his good in ring work, his talk. Johnny Polo. Johnny Polo, Raven. Johnny Raven. Polo? Yeah, he should definitely have had a chance to, especially especially in 97, yeah. yeah Raven, like, Raven in 97 would have been, uh, at that time, would have been a phenomenal addition. You know, when you have like, oh, dude, when you have like the Heart Foundation going on, the beginnings of like Nation of Domination, you're already going into factions. I think Raven's Flock could have felt right. I feel like Raven's Flock would have been better than like the Bariquas or DOA or anything else. Right. And I think Raven could have had a really good run uh, with Sean as a heel, yeah, I think that would have been awesome. Thing. Like, yeah, it's good. So yeah, that's no. why again didn't make my top ten. He's just an honorable mention. Uh, but I do. I just it's just fantasy booking. I think Raven in '97 specifically would have been an a huge asset to the company. I can only think about like those Raven Sean matches would have been just phenomenal, it, or Raven Austin matches, or Raven Rock matches. They would have been really good. Um, yeah, kind of sad I didn't I'll, get to see him. I joke when I say Johnny Polo. But yeah. if you watch Johnny Polo, like go back and watch. I went back and watched all the old like 93, 94 Monday Night Raw. Yeah, good, good worker. Yeah. I heard Johnny Polo on the mic and doing commentary. And I was like, how the hell did Vince McMahon let this guy go? That that He was right up Vince McMahon's alley. Oh, I mean, that's why he was with Bruce. the company. I don't know if you've ever listened to his podcast, but like he was do- he was doing Bruce's job while Bruce was gone. Yeah. And like. He wanted to go back to wrestling, and that's why they hired Bruce back. Bruce has touched on that too. Like he wasn't, yeah. the, of course, they don't get along, but like for but obvious reasons, like, he was right up Vince McMahon's alley. I mean, you can oh. hear Vince talking to him. They did a whole bunch of commentaries genius. together. He was a genius. He was yeah. just amazing, and everybody will say that. But if you go back and listen to him on the WWE Network, Johnny Polo, he's not on my list. I'm just, I'm just saying this because it's on your list. And the way you fantasy booking. I'm just saying, if he had gone to WWF, how deep you got about it. That's yeah. yeah, How deep you got about it? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As a uh, honorable mention, that's a cool deep cut honorable mention. I like it. But moving on, mine are mine are a little more. You know, you could probably guess it if you could see my list and know the type of era I'm in. But I'm gonna say the bottom of my honorable mention is Rick Rude. I think Rick Rude is one of those guys that was kind of up there with that Greg of the Steamboat and all them and perfect. And I just felt like, yeah. He's he, Steamboat Dragon. You did it again. You son, oh, you son of a bitch. Dude, he did a throwback to our own show. Is. He didn't even mean to. Yeah, I, of course I meant to. Steamboat of course Dragon. I meant to. Of course I meant to. I meant to do that the whole time. 
Um, no, but Rick Rude was one of those guys that was in there. Definitely not Rick Rude, like DX Rick Rude, if he you right. can even call that. But, um, you know, I, that dude should not be in the holding. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that part is I just feel like if we're talking, I just kept, I just kept thinking about people. If if wrestling was now and how much they passed that title around, I feel like Rick Rude would have probably been the title. Vader is one I extremely do think should have been the champ. Yes, he was a WCW champ. He was wow. a WCW champ. I, I think it's a great heel. I thought, I, honestly, Sean, I thought you were going to say Vader for number one. That's where I thought you were going for sure. Really? Sean probably messed it up for Vader. So, sorry, but I no, do I love you. Like, I'm like super excited now. So, yeah, Sean messed up that up for Vader. And um, yeah, I just think Vader kind of got screwed out of things, man. He had a whole, you know, he had a whole storyline and a whole pay-per-view named after him. And he should have been the title. He, it really, to be honest, he should be everybody's number one because he should have been the champion and not Psycho Sid. <laughs> sure. Oh, for sure. And and it changed because Sean cried. Now yeah. we're gonna delete this off the the podcast because I don't want hey, Sean be, ever to hear. Objective here, okay? We can be honest about the situation. Uh, like I don't there were times in, in Sean's career that he Sean? sucked as a human being. I don't believe this, Sean. That wasn't me talking. That was somebody else. And Sean, I love you. And anything you want, I'm here for you. Lex Luger is my other one because. There's a reason for this, Daniel. There's a reason. Okay. Look at 94. You look at the whole thing with Bret Hart. They both doing the Royal Rumble thing. They built him. They did the Lex Express. I think he's a shoulda, coulda, would've. He's a guy that never won. And I believe Bret, uh, Bret Lex was better than people give him credit for. I think. Oh, I, don't. I, I think people were Every so tired. I think people were so t- – yeah, but watch an Ultimate Warrior match. I think people were so tired of Ultimate Warrior, so tired of Hulk Hogan, so tired of the three moves of Doom, and they were so accustomed to the new Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart way of doing things that Le- Lex Luger was just not the man they were wanting. But I think Lex Luger could have been a-, a champion just like half the other guys on our list. I just yeah. want to give a little Brett. I just want to give Lex a little bit more respect than he gets. I think sure. Lex was a little bit too late. Just like, uh, you know, we talked about a whole bunch of these guys that were a little bit too late yeah. because well, before, to, I mean, or if they came before or after, Lex should yeah. have been it. My well, last to, guy. To, to, okay, no, go, ahead. go on. No, no, that's a, you, to be fair, just just so just so I have a fourth yeah. here, uh, a guy that I did I, that I had notes on that I just didn't didn't make it to the list, so I, I suppose it would be an honorable mention. Would be Ron Simmons. He won the WCW title. Good, there was a time where he was Farouk in '97. Almost that he, made mine. I thought about him. He could have beaten the Undertaker him. around that time when Taker had the title, and that would have made sense. Uh, I thought it, it would have been great heat. He would have been a transitional champion for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it would have been yeah. it would have made sense, and I think he deserved it. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. deserves all of that. Ron Simmons great. But yeah, who was your last honorable mention? My last honorable mention, sorry to go deep on the honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. It's a deep it's a deep list, guys. Come on. It, Custom, yeah, Custom it's Custom it's a hard list to make. Is Cody Rhodes. Um and the main reason he's an honorable mention is because I can't say the word honorable while I've been drinking. So guys, screw off. Honorable mention is because I think he will be a, a WWE champion. And if he isn't a WWE champion, I think the AWA will – or AWA. I always do that. AEW will be – I catch myself, though, so that's good. I think the AEW will be so successful that 
it doesn't matter. So I think he's either going to be a WWE champion or AEW is going to be so great it doesn't matter. If something goes south, they will buy AEW. Right. Buy the talent or sure. he's AEW champion or just the guy who started AEW and that's good enough. And he's just the man who everybody loves and we already do love him. So I kind of got him as an honorable mention because of that kind of because he's already winning. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he's winning right now. Sure. So who do you want to go first? You're kind of excited for me to go number one. I'm excited for you to go number one. I don't, I don't All right, know. I'll, I'll go ahead and go number one. OK, um, I've been, okay. I've been growing, if you've been following me on Instagram, you've been seeing this. Amazing 80s style Fu Manchu here, and I'm yeah. gonna get close to the mic, and I'm gonna tell you why. I didn't, I wanted, didn't want to get too worked up when Cass already said his name, but but now my number one wrestler that never won the title is easily Jake the Snake. I mean, just everything about his in-ring nice. work, everything about him as a person, even too, like, cause the fact that he. So we talk about Scott Hall and we're like, imagine if he had just been sober and gone through all this time. It's like, dude, this dude was high as a kite the whole time and still killing it. So imagine if he <laughs> was sober, like, you know what I mean, like. And now he is, and he's he's in his mid 60s, and he doesn't have to do. He's not. He's never gonna take another bump. But he's already doing phenomenal content in the year 2020 for AEW. This dude has been should have been an asset for WWE since day one. He should have been paired. He should have been a quote unquote higher power to Bray Wyatt in the beginning. It would have been so perfect. There's so many things that you could have done with him to make over the years. That I mean, I guess you couldn't have done because of his substance issues, and I, I get all that. But like. Dude, the guy is just, I mean, his in-ring work, everything he's ever done outside of, you know, a handful of bad indie shows when he was drugged out and like, you know, everything he's ever done on a major market in a major market has been phenomenal, phenomenal, everything. Even the stuff he did in WCW was pretty damn good. Um, I mean, you can't, you just can't knock the guy. His promos are, to this day in 2020 are still killing it. And we're talking about a Hogan era guy. So yeah, my number one guy to never win the WWE title is easily Jake the Snake mm. Roberts. Well, you heard my take on Jake the Snake. I can't agree with you more. I think he's the best. And here we go. It's also a guy... That has already been set on the list for my number one, and I don't see why it's not everybody's number one. It is Hot Rod, Roddy Roddy Piper. He is just, I, feel I that. think, the number one guy to be to to not have the WWE champion. I think most people thought he was the champion. If they're not real wrestling fans, I think he's the guy that everybody thinks was a champion that wasn't. Yeah, he was a champion other places. He's got it on the mic. Like you talked about, man, he did, you know, his everything about him, man. I mean, he was just phenomenal in the ring, too. I mean, at a time when that wasn't really a thing, yeah, he had that whole little, you know, half black thing that was kind of weird yeah. with Brett. But, I mean, still, dude, he was a great intercontinental champion. I just think. He's one of those guys that I keep saying this about some of these people, but you could go and ask anybody, hey, do you know who Roddy Roddy Piper is? And they're going to say, yeah, you know, and I think that right. means something. Yeah, I think that does, means something, sure. whether he's good in the ring or not or good on the uh, good on the mic or not. Luckily for for Piper, he is good in the ring and he is great on the mic. So I think Piper I would I would argue extensively on this. I think Piper is the number one professional wrestler that wrestled in the WWE that wasn't the champion that should have been a champion. I will say I can understand and I kind of agree with the counter argument of Bruce Pritchard, which is he didn't need it. 
He had Piper's pit. He had, you know, he he he, he, he had the backpipes. He had a, he yeah. was he was over. Why get why give it to him? You could have him, and then you and you could have the world title spot. You could well, have you could actually have events. so Roddy himself. Roddy himself did say. Uh, when he did have that small podcast in like the early 2000s before yeah, anybody had podcasts, I, I listened to that. Um, he did say that he was like he said that you know with the NWA at least he didn't want to be he didn't want to be tied down. He was like he's the, the, he's like you know not only did I not he's you know he was a weird bird. He said that he said you know well, Bruce Prichard has said you know you don't need you didn't need the title and he's like he's he, not only is he right like he's like I didn't it would have hurt me the title would have hurt me because right. it, it would have slowed me down it would I wouldn't have been as I, I wouldn't have been able to be the the wild loose cannon if I was the champion. I would have had to be a little bit more reformed. I would have had to have been in a certain bubble. I'd be on the main event every night doing these kind of matches, doing this kind of thing. That's just the way the business was. When you don't have to have the title, you can do whatever you want to do and be the entertainment on the show. And so, like, that's I mean, Hot Rod just knew business. I mean, he's you know that dude is he genius knew for sure. Professional wrestling. A yeah. ge- I mean, he was a weird bird. He knew professional wrestling so much. He was so weird. Hear him talk about – you talked about Mr. T earlier with him and, and Hot Rod. Hear Hot Rod talk about him and Mr. T. He's just weird. He's a weird oh, bird. He yeah. he was mad about Muhammad Ali coming into the World Wrestling Federation. He thought Muhammad Ali was going to hurt the business. Crazy. Kind of stupid in a way, if you ask me. Kind of stupid. It's Muhammad Ali. But – he was just – he loved the business so much. He, he thought to T was going to hurt the business more than Muhammad Ali. I mean, yeah, but he uh, also, and that, I, that I understand. I understand. Rants, he gets on rants about everybody. He's he, he, But the it's ironic. With, different times. Different times. Right, different times. But, you know, we see it now. It's funny that uh, Ronda Rousey is trying to use his name and kind of hurting the business, whether that's a work or not. I hope it's a work. I think it's a work. Yeah. Um, if not, that's kind of weird that she got to use his name and he was the kind of person that was totally. No, 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 no. She, she and him had it. Yeah. They, they had like a, I know that I'm just saying, I know that, I know that, but he is the type of person that was totally against people calling it fake and, uh, people coming in boxers and stuff like that. So be, it just so ironic but I, I think it's a work anyway that's not my point yeah. i think i think the whole ronda thing's a work that's a whole nother that's a whole oh, nother she'll be back and it's gonna that's be huge when she comes back oh hold no oh that's a whole nother that's all another box of issues there but but back to 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 Roder piper i mean he's the, I, I think he's the man for me the man for you was the bad guy razor ramon is that correct that was your number one no, jake the snake was my number jake one the snake, come Robert. on man. Yeah, I wrote it. I wrote that twice. Sorry, Jake the Snake Roberts. We've been messing up this whole show, so it only fits to mess it up at the Dude, end. Dude, yeah. I mean, hey, guys, this, but this whole thing, this hodgepodge, you know, we've been doing a ranking of, of the top ten here, but really we've just been talking about the greatest wrestlers to never win the title. That's so what it, it all boils it down gets, to. It, that's you why know, it gets It's going to jump around. It's going to be a little wild. It is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a great show. You don't know what um, we're doing. Man, thank you guys for sticking with us. I'm sorry about like the you know we missed a week, but you know life happens. Coronavirus happens. Uh, you know me and Cass we're working. We both have kids too. And we're all at home. Yeah, life just happens. We're trying, dude. Trust me. If I'm sure that if we could, if me and Cass could get together twice a week and drink beer and talk on the phone, we would do it oh, for dude. sure. Like don't like this is not because we don't want to do the show or like we just life just happens. Like it, yeah. trust me, I would love to do this. I would do this every day if I could. Um, but yeah. Before, we're going to try to get back to the weekly format if we can, if we can, you know, but at most it'll be two weeks. 
Um, yeah, we, we, you know, once the world starts settling down, we will get back to the weekly format. We're going to try to get Take back to it as soon as we can. This podcast was all that effort. Good lord. Yeah, it's, I mean, come on. This one's going to be a work in progress. But, hey, the next show on the list, we're going to flip the script for this one. We're just going to keep the list going until, like, some big pay-per-view happens, and that's not going to be for a while. So I got a lot of these lists in the bag, thank God. Uh, so we're just literally going to flip the script. It's going to be the top ten worst ever WWE champions. And that one's going to be... Way more fun to talk about. Yeah, way more fun to just poo-poo on people. That's uh, awesome. I'm super pumped about that Swollen. one. Yes, the that is fantastic. Ever. He took a big. The dude just took. He saw. Hold on. Daniel is in the middle of telling us what's happening. He's gonna like chug a beer, and then we're all waiting to hear. Is there a burp coming? You got a burp? No. No, it's yeah? not there yet. Okay. I thought it was coming. Okay. <laughs> He's just right in the middle. I love it. Keep going. What? I love that. I can't. That's. I didn't even know about that. Did you tell me about this already? Because no, I didn't know all. about it. Okay. That's a great oh, idea. Yeah, I love course. that idea. We're just literally gonna flip the script. That's awesome. The worst. The worst ever. The top ten worst. Because I mean, look. This one's been all lovey dovey. We've talked about. You know, where it's coronavirus time, and we're all sad. We're all at home. We're all depressed. We all need more vitamin D. We need to get in the sun more. We need to like get over our fears. That's, you know, neither here nor there, but we just need to, like, get back to life. I honestly believe that. We just got to start living our lives again. So, you know what? We're going to do it, okay? We're all going to do it together. Maybe. And now, now, next week, we're going to take out all the frustrations. We're just going to poo-poo on people and complain about all the, like, little stupid things in life that, like, we're so privileged to have, but we just are annoyed by the fact that, you know, I'm damn mad that I can't go to Applebee's and get my $2 margaritas right now, all right? I've heard that as an argument, by the way. It's kind of crazy. Hell uh, yeah. yeah. Next week, we're going to do that. We're going to nitpick, and we're just going to poo-poo I like on people. It. It's going to be the top ten worst ever champions. WWE champions. WWE. Can't wait. So no WWE ever kept in this. We're not talking about silly WCW. We don't do, we don't do WCW. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. Don't, don't, don't listen to that. We do okay. WCW time time. It has some but bright not things like, Not things like that. Not things like that. Okay, so yeah. Top ten worst champions. Thank you guys here for, for you know listening to this one for the top ten people to never win the WWE title. Uh, I had a whole lot of fun doing it, even though it took us, like, felt like 18 hours to make it yeah. work. Uh, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, it's been it's a good time. Good we had a great time. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. You know what, dude? Just keep washing your hands. Hey, if your governor said that they opened up the state, hey, if you feel bold enough, do your thing, live your life. Yeah. If you feel scared, though, stay home. Like, it's, that's the thing. The cool thing about this is, is everybody's fighting about it. Yo, you have a choice still. If your governor opens up, you can still stay home. So, like... It's okay. If you if you think people are going to get sick, let them get sick then. Like, But if people think that they're not going to, go out. This is the land of the free. I, I wish that you all health, and, and I hope no one gets sick, and I hope this whole thing just goes away. Um, of course, that's just optimism, but you know what? We're here for you guys. Hopefully, you guys are just enjoying this content. Hopefully, we've taken your mind off of it for the past hour or so. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you next week for the worst ever wrestlers in yeah. WWE. Here you go. Peace. Yeah, peace.